It's the real Hip hop, hip hop. The real Hip hop, hip hop. Peace. This is Sharon Shabazz, and you're listening to the RealHipHop.com podcast. On this episode, I talk to Chicago MC Vic Spencer. Outside of being one of the dopest lyricists in hip-hop, Vic Spencer is also one of the busiest. He consistently drops multiple albums each year, and 2022 is no different. Vic's third album of the year is also his third in a series with producer August Fanon called Psychological Cheat Sheet 3. On this show, I talk to Vic Spencer about squashing rap beef, gaining respect as an MC, and his new album with August Fanon, Psychological Cheat Sheet 3. This is the third installment of Psychological Cheat Sheet. What is it about August Fanon's production that suits you so well? Man, August Fanon, he just got that different, that different type of sound that feels like it fits my voice. His sound fits my voice, and it's like a, it's like a perfect contrast, might I say? And I like rapping over unorthodox wave, so it felt it just feels perfect when I'm rapping over his beats. It's just something different. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm different. So it just it just works out. You just dropped a project. Oh, Mudslide. That was the summer, right? Uh-huh. You constantly drop music. Do you ever get writer's block? Nah. I always feel like I got a lot to say, especially my style of writing. Since I be rapping about like a whole bunch of stuff in one song, feel like that style of writing always going to you going to always have something to say feel me yeah that's true okay on the on the single strolling and bowling you say you grew up on the west side yeah, yeah, yeah. i i thought you were a south side guy always go back to where i always I remember when I wasn't even driving, I was still pushing. I didn't have a whip, chick still looking. Soon as I made some shit happen, now they booked me. I used to be in a place where it was junkies and hookers. Nigga grew up on the west side, strolling towns, I've been everywhere. I'm really a city boy, I never take a divvy there. Shit is really scary here, I still survive. It's a lot of times that a nigga could have died. Now I survive in the condo, the group home was temporary. I was only there to make the vision into charity. Turn me into character, the area was plagued. That's when a nigga like me had to travel away. One day I realized that nothing is something long as you breathe. Make sure you cop all the weed. I smoke in front of cops, I stay in the lead. And I'm about to cop the sneakers till I turn 83. Strolling and bowling still Victor, blow the kill while I write my will 
Nigga, I was born and I can die. That's the way the game played. Aim spray. I know a lot of niggas that's the same way. I really shit. And they serve all type of shit in the gang way. You don't want you to get your ass stained today. Uh, this is the life that I chose. Niggas get blowed in other cities just to take my black ass home. I'm out. Copper OZ from LA to ORD. Then I'm back to a car that was 50 degrees. Yeah, I mean, for the most part, you know what I'm saying, over East, you know what I'm saying, I grew up a lot, I mean, most of my years over East, but I was born on the West Side and all the way up to like maybe sixth grade is uh, is, is when I moved from the West Side to the South Side. Where at out West did you stay? 18th and Harden. Okay. Wow. I went to I went to Mason. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I did not know that. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm a West Side guy. Cicero. That, oh yeah, I see. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right up the street. Right up the street. Yeah. That's crazy. Small world. Small world, yeah. Hey. I interviewed Twister years ago and I was like, Where where do you where on the west side you from? And he's literally like up the street from me. And, and I had no idea. I knew he was from the West yeah. Side, but I didn't know exactly where. S- small world, man. Yeah. Um, I noticed on this album that you speak a lot about um, coming from a group home. Yeah. How did that upbringing shape you as a man? Man, uh just being able to take advantage of opportunities that I knew that I wasn't going to have if I was with my family. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like being able to see that I was able to take advantage of like learning how to be on my own and, um, and getting through school and you know, all of that. I feel like I, I feel like I wouldn't have been able to focus completely on that if I wasn't in them group homes. So, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, it was, I was delayed and learning because, you know, I'm dealing with all types of turmoil and trauma based on, you know, what happened with my family and stuff. So it's just like, yeah, I got to figure I got to figure it out. And I feel like the group homes kind of gave me that space to kind of figure it out on my own, regardless if I learned it through experience. Cause I got my own apartment at 17 and got evicted. You know what I'm saying? So it was, you know, in the group home, it was like, you, you raise yourself kind of fast. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, man, I got to figure out how to uh, become a man. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like once I got evicted about that first apartment, it like gave me a, like a reality check. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like, man, that's, I feel like that's what molded me from getting, you know, from being who I am, being who I am today. Cause I feel like, man, if I wouldn't have went through that experience of being evicted and uh, they tried to put me in the YMCA on 111, if you listen to Psychological Cheat Sheet 1, Room 358, the last track, I said, you know what I'm saying? They tried to put me in the YMCA, I stayed, I stayed YMCA on uh, 111th in Michigan. I stayed there for like 15 minutes and, 
walked up out of there. You know what I'm saying? And it was illegal to live with my parents. You know what I'm saying? But I went back and lived with my mom. And then they found out because I enrolled myself in college. And then, you know what I'm saying? From there, I, I ain't look back. That's what that's what kind of molded me right there. You know what I'm saying? That's, man, that's a very positive attitude for such a unstable situation. Yeah. I mean, I... I mean, I won't say I purposely tried to do it like differently or try to be a totally, uh, I guess, the opposite of what the stigma is living in group homes and stuff like that. But you know what I'm saying? I feel like when I seen the opportunity in front of me, I I maintained uh, and, and, and capitalized off of it. So, you know what I'm saying? I took advantage of being in the system. And you know what I'm saying? I it was a blessing for me, you know what I'm saying, for real, you know what I'm saying, I'd have been dead in jail, for real, you know what I'm saying, I was on 63rd, <laughs> I went to Wadsworth, you know what I'm yeah. saying, when I went and moved out south, you feel me? Is that, so, that's Inglewood, right? Nah, that's over, that's 63rd close to Stony. Okay. You know what I'm saying, that's over there, that's, you know, it's still, you know what I'm saying, the whole 63rd, where 63rd used to, uh, the green line used to go all the way to Dorchester. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That's man, that's the, that's for the real South Siders, man. South Siders know what that do, know what that is. But yeah, man, you know, I feel like that's what, you know, I always felt like turning negatives to a positive is always a always a plus. You know what I'm saying? If you can be able to do that, then you will be able to capitalize off anything. That's why, you know, psychological psychological cheat sheet is kind of like my uh, punching bag for the situation. So I'm turning the negative of my life and putting it in wraps, which is a positive. So, you know what I'm saying? Works out for the guy. You feel me? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, you have a song on the album called Eclee 4 about a friend yeah. in prison. Yeah. Is it difficult for you to write about people that are such an important part of your life? Uh, you know what, man? Nah, because I feel like this is what he want me to do. You know what I'm saying? Like this, is, if he was out, he would want me to be right. It won't be called E. Clee. It'd be called it'd be called Thirty Thousand Bars because he would always be like, "Man, Vic, every time you see me, man, Vic, I, I you owe me thirty thousand bars. It, it accumulated. You're like, man, ten thousand bars. You saw me again, man, fifteen thousand bars. You saw me again, man. It's thirty thousand bars. Then he end up getting locked up. So it's just like I'm playing this. Man, I'm giving you the thirty thousand. You know what I'm saying? You know, even though you ain't here to see, I'm still gonna make sure you get the thirty thousand for sure. So you know, I try to scatter the whole Eclee series, kind of like all all types of albums. So you know what I'm saying? People that follow my catalog know what those uh, know what those about. You know what I'm saying? And, it, and it's a representation for my brother Free too, which is a guy. That's his brother, and he co- he close it. That's like that's like my right hand man. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I looked up to him. We grew up together in the group home system. Like when I went into uh, independent living, you know what I'm saying? I that's where I met him. You know what I'm saying? He liked the same kind of music I like, so we we kind of like became close, real close. You know what I'm saying? And now we like you know we the godfather to each other's kids and everything. You know what I'm saying? So now, you know. That's you know I try to live out like kind of like he used to rap as much as I do, but you know what I'm saying since I'm like kind of I'm like kind of like out in the in the world, and I kind of rap for him too. So it's like me 
know what I'm saying? That E. Klee thing, it's like a, it's like a, uh, it's like a triple threat because I'm rapping for my boy Free, and you know what I'm saying? I'm giving Klee his thirty thousand bars, so it's like, yeah, it's one of those, it's one of those. Yeah, I'm defeating the purpose. Like he would want me to do that. He would want me to, you know, he want me to stand out and 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 um and and be like real creative with it how i'm doing it you know what i'm saying i say i hope i'm i hope these kites i hope you hear them because you know i think you can hear music in jail but you can't i don't think my music's on them sites you know what i'm saying but i hope that he some way somehow or whenever he does get out man he got some years man but if he gets out you know what i'm saying he'll be like man i don't care if we 70 years old he got them thirty thousand bars for sure <laughs> That's dope, man. Yeah. Um, on the song Tear Duck Tape, you say, I think my tears really carry my life. Explain what you mean by that line. Away, it's hard to do so much shit on my brain is fucking hard to move i'm not the smartest dude but my intuition tells me something bad is brewing inside the kitchen my stomach hurt i don't want to eat no matter how faithful you are bitch is gonna cheat so i pull out my cheat sheet try to numb my thoughts that shit not working now it's time to get these bars off I've been crying hard at night. Soon as a teardrop, I wipe my face, pick up my pen and write. I can go and sin tonight, but I choose to fall back. Cry more tears just to win my life. I feel crushed. Trust is difficult to get back. Soon as you stop thinking about it, that's when you lack. Steady climbing the track. I'm getting closer to home. You ever felt like you couldn't go on? Well, it's a song for you. I get along with you for a sec. My friends ask how I'm doing, then my face get wet. From the salty ass water coming out of my eyes. My feelings is something I just can't hide. Element of surprise, franchise for the cry. Too high to complain, too fried to socialize. Too sad to compromise, too down to look up. And so much happened in your life, you really hope to die. Uh, but you gotta stay alive, so much ahead Long as you got legs, you can run for the bread I roll a blunt and I don't feel like smoking And for the first time, a nigga like me don't even feel like hoping As I write this, the tears falling, I can't control it I never shed a tear just to promote it I ain't never did that shit Keeping my feelings away, I try to numb it My heart at home, but my soul at the function Battery for my happiness is dead, I try to jump it Order my thoughts, the backseat full, I trunk it Cry real tears when I grow down Skid Row I cried when I saw Dooski and Capo at the Sego I cried when I lost my brothers Derek and Mike They both died from fun accidents, the scariest plight I think my tears really carry my life Get over hurdles, look like I'm moving forward But I'm just going in circles Niggas never gonna make a record like this They don't wanna see you sad, they rather see you pissed I wonder why fans gravitate to niggas that carry clips And they ain't doing that to survive, so how the fuck can you trip? Take me a sip of the drink, get me out my thoughts I pull out the pad, cause the pen is my god Trying to get out of my head every day, it seems dangerous 
I just rolled the blood and couldn't even flame it up. Something is wrong with me. I'm starting to feel like nothing really belongs to me. Nobody to help, so I wrote a song for me. Something is wrong with me. I'm starting to feel like nothing really belongs to me. Nobody to help, so I wrote a song for me. Something is wrong with me. I'm starting to feel like nothing really belongs to me. Nobody to help, so I wrote a song for me. Yeah, man. You know, all of it. Like, when you cry, man, or when you, it's like, all of you, like, life is, like, fucked up. Like, if I could be, you know what I'm saying? Life is fucked up right now. Right. You know what I'm saying? And if you if you crying, that's like, it's like something going on. You know what I'm saying? Something from 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 your tip for it even come out and then it's going down your cheek. Like, some type of process is going on. You know what I'm saying? And I was just trying to paint that. I was trying to paint that, what that feels, what that looked like. If you could say it. If you could say what uh a word a whole sentence besides tears coming down my eyes that'd be another way you know what i'm saying i think tears really carry my life or or it could also be used as like if you if you went through something you know what i'm saying and it's like man if you cried it's kind of like it kind of took you away from the uh whatever you felt or the pain or the sorrow if you cried it kind of like carried you through you know what I'm saying? Whatever you was going through in your life at that time. If that makes sense. It makes, yeah, makes perfect sense. Right. On the song Murder League Baseball, you speak on the beef with Mick Jenkins and say that it's beneath you. Yeah. How were you able to get to the point to move past beefs? I know some niggas that'll eat that shit and still pussy. I know some niggas that eat fish and don't get pussy. I know some niggas that's getting money and out the way. They main goal is to make it home and count it every day because that shit ain't coming with you. When you close your eyelids, your whole bank account can assist five kids. Mm. Never failed, I'm frail, but never pale. Air Force One, same color as ginger ale. Me against the world with me and Mick was beefing. Now all that dissing and shit is so beneath me. Mm. So when I see niggas open they mouth, I put a missile in they shit and it flies out the house. I'm about to make these movies and cartoons. Raps is my first love, the rest just carpool. Stay drippy on this beat, shit curated by August. It's not cold yet, but we sight fogging. Mm. You don't got no holes at the travel lodge. You don't own a car, now your legs swallow Chatter talk, gon' splatter y'all, I'm really better than y'all Don't gotta vent about it, neither suck my veteran balls I'm not these fly-by-night niggas I'm a ride-at-night type nigga Catch a flight by myself, I don't like niggas Don't like tight swishers, somebody told me They talking about me bad, and that's alright niggas Right about now, I'm getting focused Chillin', sitting posted with my babe by the ocean Smoking no ocean beach, got the strongest leaf Dirty ass niggas so beneath me Peace to the gods, surviving hard They gon' press charge, you left messages to disregard Vic Spencer with the slickest bars Get your bra before I knock her off My phone 
People just thought like I was uh, like somebody to play with. That's all. It wasn't nothing else that it transpired from anything, growth or nothing else. But I feel like people just try to toy with me and play with me on the internet. You know what I'm saying? So it's just kind of like once I got used to understanding that that's what that is, it's kind of like, yeah, it's just it's really beneath me. You know what I'm saying? I, and, then you know, when you look at the whole uh perspective you know what i'm saying vic spencer is still here still uh doing his thing and you know what i'm saying that's what that's what really matters to me so it's like man yeah me against the world I always felt like i was the biggest villain in chicago I always felt like that you know what i'm saying me against the world when me and mick was beefing you know what i'm saying you know that that was a time that was a time like what what a time like that saying like what a time you know what i'm saying like i didn't do it like intentionally, I just told him that he couldn't mess with me on the raps. And I, that's all I was trying to prove. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I did that. Now I'm still here. You know what I'm saying? And I still can, you know, I, I stood tall in that in that fight. And I could talk about it. That's me just talking about it. Like, yeah, you know, all that this and yeah, whatever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's whatever. <laughs> I know you had issues with other people in the city, too. Yeah. Um, I- do you is it the same? Is it beneath you, or is it just this specific beef? That specific beef is beneath me, but every all of the beef is beneath me, man. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm in my forties now. You know what I'm saying? I'm out here chilling. Like I just feel like nobody ain't fucking with me in this rap shit. Just don't. We all can be cool, but you know what I'm saying? That's how I feel. You know what I'm saying? Everybody entitled to feel like that, but you just can't get upset because I say it. I feel like that's what people's problems is. You know what I'm saying? They expect for me to say I'm the second best rapper. That's not that's not gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like people that f- get offended by that, they not my friends, they not my peers, man. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I be saying stuff like that, man. It's beneath me. You feel me? The last time I spoke to you was almost five years ago. And you said your number one goal in hip hop was to have respect. Yeah. Do you feel like you have that respect today? Hell yeah, I do. You know what I'm saying? I feel like a lot has uh, the growth and like the elevation of of me wanting the will to win has been shown throughout these past five years. I feel like absolutely, yeah. Like, yeah, I feel like I have stepped it up a notch few notches you know what i'm saying i i can show like this like take this year alone you know what i'm saying like my first album i dropped still here with dr Mindbender. that's like a you know that's one of the like the lyrical fix fences kind of like you know what i'm saying give you that hip-hop give you that boom bap vibe then the second album mudslide it's more like a fun a funny you know what I'm saying? You might have catch the if me and Mick was beefing, you might have catch that song on that album. It's fun, it's funny, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. And then uh that's with small pro. And then I dropped psychological chi showing my vulnerability, personal, being open, being something that rappers is not doing, no features, you know what I'm saying? And it and, and coming through 
just knocking, knocking. Uh, I mean, you know, getting, getting to the souls, getting, knocking on the souls' door. You know what I'm saying? If, if, for better, like of words, but you know, I mean, like a better words, but you know, you know what I'm saying. I feel like uh, this year has been like a pot of gumbo. It like represents my style, represents my growth that I can, you know, also be personal with uh, per, uh with one producer because all of these albums is with one producer. So it's just showing my collaborative skill. I think that's important. I feel like since the since since I've been doing it for this long, I should be able to show that range, show that show that uh that ethic, that work ethic. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. You dropped three albums this year. What's next up for Vic Spencer? Uh man, I'm I'm thinking about dropping the uh, Stu Banger's album this year. Uh, that's 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 in talks. Uh, I got next year lined up too. Uh, man, you know what I'm saying? I can't really say because I don't want to. You know, I don't want to miss and screw everything. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I I, I do. Uh, I I will say the Stu Banger's album. Uh, it's called Impact. I might punch a car today. The acronym, that's what it stands for. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I might, I might, you know, that might come out this year. You know what I'm saying? I'm cooking in the pot. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 about to go in the oven. You know what I'm saying? About to, you know, simmer down real quick. We definitely about to um, do a fourth quarter. Kind of like this usual every every season you drop an album, Vic Spencer kind of that's kind of like been my thing. So yeah, you know, fourth quarter. Something like that, you know what I'm saying? We enjoying psychological cheat sheet coming coming with some more videos for uh psychological cheat sheet until until it's time to represent that Stu Bankers. Boom boom. All right, Vic Spencer, thank you for joining the realhiphop.com podcast. Appreciate you for having me, bro. Yes, sir. No doubt. Peace. Peace. The real Right now we should start the show.